This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. Hey, welcome to the show. Come in, have a seat, sit down, relax. Well, or maybe you're not able to sit. (laughs) Maybe you're working out at the gym right now, which is what I wish I was doing. I started going back recently, and then I fell off the wagon again, and I, I really need to go back. So, regardless, thank you so much for downloading this podcast. I'm Jacques Lamore, your host, and if this is your first time tuning into the show, pretty much the premise of this show is to sit down and talk to other bands in the pop punk scene, uh, whether they're local or not, actually, whether they're well-known acts or just uh, local bands in your scene. Most of the local bands I talk to are in the Chicagoland area because that's where I'm based. I'm based in Illinois, but I do talk to other bands in other local scenes throughout the United States. But I do talk to well-known acts such as uh, I talked to Krista Makes from Less Than Jake, Justin Courtney Pierre of Motion City Soundtrack. He's currently doing a uh, so pursuing a solo career right now. He's out on the road now, as as we speak, actually. So you might want to see if he's coming to a town near you. Uh, so so those are just some of the well known acts that I've talked to on the show. So we kind of I try to cover it all. I try to mix it up as much as I can with uh, the smaller uh, talented guys to the bigger, uh, more well known talented guys. So that's pretty much what we do. And in the process, we get together and we eat pizza. I bring pizza out to a venue or they come to the Bangarang studio and we sit down and we have pizza and we just talk. We talk about music, obviously, but we talk about all kinds of other things. And on today's episode, we get to talk to Chris and Eric. Oh, excuse me. That's my phone. (laughs) My bad. I can't believe my own phone just went off during my own show. That's embarrassing. Anyway, um, And as you can tell, I have a little bit of a sinus infection right now, so I sound kind of funny. I apologize for that. Um, Thanks for putting up with the annoyance of of the sound of my voice right now. So anyway, so this episode, uh, just yesterday, I talked to Chris and Eric of Invictus out of Chicago here. They wanted to come on the show to promote a show they have coming up here in uh, Lyle, Illinois, which is a suburb, I guess you could say, of Chicago. So we talk about that, but that's just one thing we touch on. We talk about all kinds of other stuff. They dropped by and they gave me a t-shirt as well, so thank you guys for that. And uh, of course, we had pizza. So uh, let's get to it. My conversation with Chris Paul, the lead vocalist and guitarist, and then Eric Enberg, drummer of Chicago's very own Invictus. All right, so let's just let's get into it. Um, we haven't even gotten to the pizza yet. That's true. That's I mean, true. I mean, you know, I saw it sitting there when we came in. I'm just like, wow. I'm so glad I didn't I'm, eat I'm, today. I'm gonna be polite and be like, I'm okay. So before you guys get into the pizza, let's just introduce yourselves, just so people know, know right, who. Uh, uh, I'm Chris, and I'm in, I'm Eric, and we're in Invictus, we're in Invictus. and we're, we are 
half of Invictus. <laughs> yeah. The other half, unfortunately, uh, couldn't get out. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, stupid full-time jobs. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we or- originally scheduled this for a uh, earlier yeah last week and then i had something come up on my end i had to watch my son so uh i was glad that we were able to reschedule though yeah, so yeah, yeah i just mean. like i am fighting a little bit of a cold so i just don't want to get you it's guys okay. i just don't want to get we, you guys sick you. but uh my, my girlfriend works with kids so i'm used to getting sick oh, every I, other week she probably is sick all the time then as well right mm-hmm. all the time yeah mm-hmm. um all right so yeah, dive into the pizza there. Yeah. And get yourself get yourself a slice. But before um, we do that, uh, yes. as a thanks for coming out here and a happy holidays, I want to give that to you. That's oh, a, that's thanks, a, guys. A nice shirt. a nice Invictus shirt. Should exactly. I? That's the new one. If, I, you, yeah. if you want to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we're we're, we're gonna. Yeah, we're live it's on. It's soft. Uh, it's soft. We're live on Facebook today, so let's let's unravel this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm so glad I taped all those <laughs> sizes on them. Oh yeah, before that we had a folding method we were trying to keep track and we It uh, was awful. Uh yeah, the fold we always did the when uh when I was in the projection we always did tape just yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I got it method. from I learned it from my brother. That's how they did their thing. Nice. So I was like, why not? All right. Let's see. So unroll it. Ooh, look at this. This is our newer yeah. t-shirt of our flag. So you design. got the flag? And so that that's the front. Yeah, that's the front. Yeah. And then on the back, yeah, and then on the back it says Invictus. Yeah, super, so super when classic. people when people ask me like, what's what's with your shirt? I'd be like, Pow! Turn around, <laughs> just turn around. Give Team him, Invictus. Give, give Team Invictus. That's what it should say. Team Invictus. That would be cool. Yeah. Next ones. That would be cool. Yeah, we got to get like a street yeah. team shirt or something like yeah. that. Ooh, I think that'd be cool. yeah, yeah. I think that would be very cool. I'd be alright with that. I'm gonna turn up Chris's mic real quick. I all just right. want to yeah, make sure. I'm, in pretty low. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be uh, extra extra um, technical today. Diligent. Nice. So, hold on. I love it. I I'm gonna it. continue <laughs> harassing people to start watching the stream. Exactly. Well, I mean, talk to the camera because I mean, if you haven't harassed your friends, tell them to come watch. That's true. Because I mean, we will. We're coming for you. That's true. He's got his big old iPhone out there. It's very large. It's large. It it's charge. Very compensating. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, <laughs> but you said it. Set him up, knock him down. <laughs> and I stripped as well. So. Yeah, um, I like it. It's got a little warm in here. Ow. ow. So. All right, that's better. Much, much better. Um, but yeah, uh, seriously, feel free to dig into the, the pizza. Don't, don't be shy. Don't mind if I Eric, get, get to pizza. <laughs> um, if we, I'm an ugly if, eater, if, so. If we get some chewing noises, that's that's okay. That's that's all part of the show. I, I was about to say, I, I feel like that's part of the experience. It yeah. is, because I feel like if that's not done, then it's not authentic. I want people to be able to, to hear that. We actually do eat pizza on this show. Oh yeah, totally. So, um, so yeah, please feel free to uh, to dive in there. Um, right, let's do it. In fact, I'll open it up for you. Hey, there we go. <laughs> All, right. All right, the pizza is being opened. This is, this is podcast transparency. It is <laughs> for those of you who aren't Look watching. Oh, that. that looks good too. Yeah, That's boy. Nice. All right, Whew. let's do it. There's. Paper towels. Some, All right, dive into. See, I got half. I'm I'm actually good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, my my stomach is kind of upset today. So he actually got. A I'm side. gonna have to. I'm it's gonna going have to around, sit this man. one out. He got a yeah. side pizza earlier today. <laughs> he pregame the pizza. I don't pizza. know. I don't know what it was. I was feeling fine, and then I got home from work. I had something to eat for lunch, and then my stomach is just 
been kind of upset since then. I don't yeah, know what it is. Happens, you know? Yeah, especially it's, this time of year. I don't think it has anything to do with my my uh, whole sinus thing that's going on right now. But for uh, for some reason, I just uh, I don't know. It's maybe I'm just gassy and I got some gas to let out because everyone wants to hear about my gas. You know what? You know, we're, we're adults here. Let's just, we're all adults. Yeah, just just, just, just let free. it out, right? Live free, buddy. <laughs> this is my, I guess it's my uh, my spread, so I could it's, I could technically do it. If it's I, my podcast. Probably. I can gas if I want to. Yeah. You know? um, so we first met earlier this year. It feels like it was a year ago, which it was technically ago. it almost was a year ago. Almost, yeah. Almost. Uh, coming up next, well, not, well, we're almost done with November. Yeah. So, um, so, and, uh, we met January of this year at Snooze Fest. Yeah. The second Snooze Fest. Right. Uh, that our friend Kevin from Guardrail puts on. And, uh, I remember it was the first time that I ever emceed a show for the fun. podcast. And that was really cool. And I was really honored, uh, to be a part of that. Um, and that, you know, Guardrail asked me to do that. And it was a lot of fun. And uh, well, You played with them that night, didn't you? I played yeah, with... Yeah. I, no, I have actually... Well, <laughs> no, I, you played with the other band. Um, I played with Drew Neely and the Heroes. Yeah. But I did sing a song with Guardrail. Yeah. Um, one of the, the first EP they put out, um, Kevin featured me on their single for that nice. EP. And because at that time, I was still in the projection so he was gathering up bands from other scenes or bands from let me let me rephrase that from the scene yes other bands from the scene i had that backwards um that's gonna happen a lot um because my head is kind of messed up today um so other uh bands from the scene he'd get members and get them to collaborate on their eps and i think honestly they've done that with almost yeah they did that all their eps they did that with part best too yeah. yeah i remember that yeah and, of course, they're working on it. Well, with this new EP that's coming out, I don't know if there's going to be any collabs with local artists because they did it with Nick from Swellers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I guess time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. We'll see. Oh, um, also, shout out to Drew Neely and Joe Corson, drummer. I love those guys. They're awesome. Awesome dudes. Yeah. I don't know if Joe is drumming with Drew right now. Oh, really? Um. But I don't know. I I don't. I haven't talked to any of them in a while. Joe and his Batman drums, man. <laughs> Dude, Joe is like a he's like a machine. Yeah. I don't know how he does it, but he's just so precise. He's so good. He's of course, robot. you are too, Eric. Uh, I, I enjoyed yeah. watching you play for the first time earlier this year. I play like a monkey, though. He does. He does. <laughs> well, you were wearing a gorilla. So when when I <laughs> when I met these guys, I'll I'll explain like kind of what Snooze Fest is in case. You didn't hear me talking about it on the podcast before, like earlier this year. It's pretty much a a one-day show punk rock festival that our friends in Guardrail put on. And it was for a good cause. I believe the money for that show, was it for... Puerto Rico. It was Puerto Rico, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so, yeah. So the, pro- right. the proceeds went to Puerto Rico. And the idea, the reason why it's called Snooze Fest is because everyone shows up wearing PJs. It was amazing. It was awesome. Yeah. There were so many cool PJs. Uh, speaking of Drew Neely, he was a unicorn. I'm pretty sure yeah, he had a unicorn, yeah, the unicorn PJs. Onesie. But you, I was, I was about to bring up a couple minutes ago, you were wearing, was a Pokemon? Right? I'm Weren't trying to remember. Pokemon it was a pajamas? while ago. Yeah, I think it was Pokemon pajamas. It was either Pokemon or Angry Birds. That sounds right. Because I have an Angry Bird pajamas that I used I to remember, I remember. I, I think it was Pokemon because I brought the Yoshis that I 
won at an arcade. Yes, too. that's right. I remember seeing the Yoshi's. See, I can't forget Yoshi because I uh, played time. Yoshi's Island heavily yeah. when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, I, I I definitely remember that. Uh, Chris, I don't even remember what your. Uh, I was wearing Pete, I was wearing camouflage pajama pants. <laughs> okay, and a stack like pancakes T-shirt. <laughs> that said, yeah, shit, damn, or uh, shit, fuck, damn it, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that that's one of their yeah, it's one of their songs, songs, right? Yeah, yeah. I've Sweet. seen. I only saw them once when they were on tour with Real Big Fish a couple them, of years ago. Oh, at Dirty twice. Nellies. There's so yes, much fun. I was there. Yeah, they seem like nice guys. They're I, so much fun. Mm-hmm. They're cool dudes. Yeah, they are. Someone recently nice. told me. I don't know if this is true. I don't remember who who it even was. So I guess this is a rumor, obviously. But they were saying that most of the lineup is mm-hmm. completely changed. Um, and it's just like one or two of the original. They broke up over the Kickstarter because I guess the front man who started the band, it's like his property, did the Kickstarter for the new album. I okay. guess the rest of the band didn't want to do that. He did it anyways, caused controversy. Wow. Yeah. It sounds about right. Crazy. Which sucks. It's like, because those guys are great. Yeah. I loved all of them. But it, I know they're still active. I know he didn't. Oh, yeah. They went yeah. through not too terribly long ago. I think... Um, Bee Kitchen, maybe? Well, I think they actually dropped off that tour. Oh. They were supposed to be on the road with, was it Bumpin' Uglies? Bumpin' Uglies, yeah. 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 I think they ended up dropping. Bumpin' Uglies that. is also real. They're so that, cool there, that's too. That's absolutely I could right be wrong. Because, because they hit me up. The, the, <laughs> one of the people out at Beat Kitchen he hit me up about that show. And okay. Then, yeah, I got canceled. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we know Bumpin' Uglies from going to shows with them and knowing promoters. Yes. And those guys are awesome. They're they're like one of those few bands that, you know, they're pretty decently sized big. And after the show, when people are hanging out in the bar, they're just hanging out drinking and talking. They don't care. Have a great they, time. Yeah, there's no semblance of us, them. I haven't had the chance to see them yet, but I've heard nothing but good things. Oh, yeah, they're great. Um, my friend uh, Reese Kreider, who plays in, he plays in a couple of different bands. You might know him from a band called Roger This. You ever heard of Roger This? I've heard of them. I'm um, blanking on He's He's good friends with them. Okay. Uh, I know. Um, and he's he's the one who's told me good things about them. So, um, but yeah, that's obviously completely off, off subject. But that's I was I was very honored uh, and glad to meet you guys at Snooze Fest earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I noticed, I don't know why. Maybe it's just been so the show's been so long ago. But recently this week, kind of refreshing myself on uh, Invictus and listening to your guys's music, Chris. How many times? Do you get compared to Dexter oh. from Offspring? I mean, how many? Well, that's a that's a that's a fabulous question. <laughs> All the fucking time. <laughs> I mean, because I I literally like that's the first thing that stuck out in my mind is wow he sounds like Dexter like and there there it it comes and goes like yeah. um it's not constant it's through here and there. yeah it's it's here and there. I mean, it, it, the Offspring was one of those bands I grew up with, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it was, especially when it came time to writing my own music, it was I was going to get, you know, well, what's the word? I'm brain farting on the word here. Inspiration. There we go. Yeah. Inspiration from from that. I mean, bands like Green Day, Alkaline Trio, uh, Rise Against. You know, the, like the punk rock bands I grew up with. You know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was was trying to find how to hit that that higher range. Yeah. And so I, so I looked to my, my man Dexter. <laughs> well, it might not be pretty but he gets there fun fun <laughs> knows yeah uh our bassist when we first posted we were looking for a replacement maggie 
<laughs> Offspring is her favorite band ever. And when we men- we even mentioned that Offspring is one of the influences. Mm-hmm. And when she heard us, I guess she showed it to her girlfriend and was like, are you sure? Her girlfriend was like, are you sure that's not actually Offspring? Like, are you sure it's not Dexter Holland from, from the Offspring? <laughs> yeah, like, are, are you guys sure like this isn't some Offspring side project or something? Darn. Well, it's funny because that's what was coming in my mind when I was listening earlier uh, this week. And again today, um, I could literally just, I was, I was, you know, working on my notes for this show. And, and there are times I'm like, Am I listening to the Offspring, or am I like, am I listening to like unreleased material, like oh, demos I'm that never got released? Or I'm so cool I'm okay with that. You know? I'm so cool with that. We get okay. we get compared to them and Rise Against a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, they're similar because yeah. it's like they're they're uh, it, they can play. It, it's kind of cool how Rise Against and Offspring work. They can kind of double in in different rock worlds mm-hmm. yeah like they're acceptable in the punk rock world yeah. and then they're acceptable in, in like in, in rock po- yeah. or hard in rock pop, in the popular in the popular world as well, world as yeah. well. Yeah. we play in all those too yeah we, yeah we do because we're, we're one of those bands i mean what what, what what's the phrase that that, that we've been oh, tossing around Eric? yeah yeah we got a new catchphrase that <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna put this on a freaking bumper sticker but it's too heavy for pop punk too light for punk rock <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like to caveat not punk enough for punk rock. But. There, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's yeah, it's just it's cool how how those bands and you're obviously in that category too. How you can you can double yourself? We're, we're, we're genre building. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I do too. Um, but yeah, that's something I just had to ask. I mean, it's evident that um, you guys love Offspring. Mm-hmm. And you look up to Dexter. What was one thing specifically though that when you were growing up or even now to this day that kind of shaped your vocal style that something that Dexter does was it just from listening to his music or was it also just like watching interviews and reading articles about him that you're like oh that's what I need to do or I wasn't super involved when I was a kid I mean I listened to music I was an avid consumer music but I didn't buy into looking at interviews and watching live performances I didn't ever seek that out I liked going to shows don't get me wrong I like seeing my favorite bands live, but I was never one to just go out there and be like, "All right, I need to find like, 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 like this behind the music with the Offspring," because I, I didn't care. Is to me at that at that age, I didn't care where they came from. I cared about where they where they were and what they were doing now. That's what I wanted more of. Okay, just I, I like this. Keep giving it to me. Come on. Yeah. What about you, Eric, with like your major influences? Were you one of the people that dive deep in and watch the interviews and or, or like still to this day, like, you know, uh, interviews, uh, read interviews, watch interviews, listen, yeah. all that stuff? I love reading interviews. Um, like my favorite bands, definitely all the time. I used to have a subscription to Revolver back in the day. Back when people still had magazine Magazines. subscriptions. <laughs> what are yeah. those, Eric? Tell yeah. us more. Tell us more. Back when uh, Fuse was still around. Oh. Hey. Oh. Wait, Fuse the... It was like, yeah. There was a few, like, a magazine? No, no, or the music the, station. You're talking about the music. They're not around anymore? Fuse is not... I don't know. I thought Fuse was still a thing. I If it is, it's <clears> not <throat> what it used to be. Like, I remember it, that became the new MTV back when it, MTV went reality. It did. Like, last last decade, Fuse became what MTV used to be. Yeah, and it was so and good. I don't know now, I could, because I never, at um, my parents' house here, I never, we never had the the premium subscription um, to the that channel because it's 
you know, I forget what package for cable or satellite it is, but it's it's a more it's in a, a more expensive uh, bracket mm. for your cable package or dish package or whatever it yeah. is. So I never, anytime I watched Fuse, it was at a friend's house, oh, okay. which didn't happen that often. So that's why I just don't know too much about, about Fuse and yeah. where they're at today. I'm in the yeah, same I, boat with you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to just have that station on 24-7. Yeah. yeah. And I remember my bandmates at the time and, and friends, it was the same way. Yeah. Um, and I do remember at one point, I think it was when Blink was um, on hiatus or, or broken up whatever you want to call it i think didn't um mark hoppus have his own show yeah he had his own he had his own thing and then um yeah he i remember he had his own show on there and on mtv you had like good charlotte before they were good charlotte you had the guys on there before Mm -hmm. that became a thing too yeah yeah there was a bunch of guys that came out of fuse that were like big bands and before their bands actually picked up steam they were like hosts on there Mm -hmm. if i remember and they always they always and maybe they did this last year for warp tour but i know they always did like warped coverage they did like warped coverage every day Mm. or whatever it was warped tour used to be yeah good it used to be (laughs) back in its heyday well it just depends i mean i think it was good up until the end because it that was one thing i feel like we you know like we could all bitch about how they didn't have the same bands that they uh had when we were First, we were, exactly. first growing still, up as teenagers. I but. love the bands more. Like, they had Neck Deep last year. I fucking love Neck Deep. Like, yeah. But, I oof. mean, that's one... Th- what I was going to say is Warp Tour was good at catering to the current generation. Like, yeah. Kevin Lyman and, and the whole crew, I feel like they were good at staying up to date on that for the most part, you know? Yeah, it's just sad. They, you know, they really foster the community, and unfortunately, bands aren't as big right now. Yeah. Unless you do, it's a rough time for live music. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. But at the same time, it's not, which is it's super confusing. You know, maybe maybe where it's a rough time is the over. There might be an oversaturation. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm because thinking. there's so many acts especially, and festivals on the road right now. Yeah, yeah, especially in the sun that like in that like mid spring to early fall time frame. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. any. I feel like any time of the year. I mean, of course, it slows down a little bit in the winter, but right. there's still a lot of acts that they just keep going. Yeah, I, and, and God and God bless all of you. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, we got we got friends right now. They're on the road and. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're, I'm like, please don't break down. <laughs> yeah, please don't break down. Don't like, freeze. Like my buddy. Uh, a couple of years ago, he's in a metal. He's in a metal band. They're, they broke up not not too long ago. But he said they were in Canada when their bus Oof. broke down. Oh God! He was like Canada at night hit hit negative twenty. There's no cell phone service. He's like, yeah. We huddled under a blank together, uh, blanket to stay warm. It was like Whew. that had to have been the worst. Yeah, so it's a bonding experience. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Did they all? Uh, there's that one scene in. Um, did you ever see the movie Without a Paddle? Yeah. Yeah. Remember the scene? They all got naked and yep. huddled together <laughs> to stay <laughs> stay warm. I forget which one of them, uh, which one of the three brought it up, but it's like, you know, um, penguins or such animal does this. Oh, was it the nerdy friend? What was his name? It was uh, Seth? It wasn't Seth, Seth Green. Green. It no, no, it, it wasn't was Seth Green. It was the other guy. Uh, Blank. I haven't, seen, it it. I haven't Matt, seen that Matt, movie in uh, 10 plus years. Matt, um... 
Well, his, his first name is Matthew. I can't think of his last name. That was back when like comedies were like just coming out constantly. We'll put it this way: Seth good. Green was in a leading role in a movie. If, if he was in a leading role in a movie, I I, I was so, like, I'm with, gonna go watch. Without it. a paddle, that ages it. Without a paddle, probably goes back to oh four ish. I want to oh, say three oh four. That sounds right. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're dating ourselves. That's that's <laughs> that's, that's going back a little Jeez. ways. But most people listening to this uh, podcast are probably. Um, around that that uh, same time period <laughs> that, that as well. Und- that, that undisclosed time frame. And yeah, age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Undisclosed. Good, good, good choice. Yeah, very good choice. That's for you, Eric. Thank you. I appreciate Eric that. Eric doesn't like to tell people how old he is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's adorable. <laughs> so I don't age. Well, you just had a birthday. Yeah, I did. So yeah, happy yeah. belated birthday Thank to Chris. So Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. November 9th was so. Yeah. yeah, it was just early earlier this month. So what'd you do for your birthday? Uh, I went and saw Overlord. Overlord. Is that a band? It was a movie. It was a movie. movie. It just came out. It's like kind of like weird World War Two e Yeah. Like they, the paratroopers find this underground bunker where the Nazis are making super soldiers. They blow was that, a, was was that like, a feature film? Yeah. Or was yeah. That, it, was in the- it was like Wolfenstein the movie. Yeah. I don't remember seeing anything super, about that. It was super underpublished, but I enjoyed mm. the hell out of it. Yeah. And it it's going to be one of those movies that wins a bunch of Oscars and people are like, oh, no, I've never heard of this it, movie. It's not. It was a passion project for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot of Oscars. I, I'm just, I was just kidding about it. That'd be awesome. It did, it's funny. I was just thinking about the Oscars and how some of the movies that end up winning a lot are movies that you're like, what, what? movie yeah. is this? Like, never heard of it or... Or uh, it was yeah, kind of under the yeah, radar, but yeah. it ends up winning a bunch of awards. I hope Upgrade so. wins like sci-fi movie. That'd be cool. That that's uh, if you haven't heard about Upgrade, that's another one that I'm good. like I've so, never don't good. remember. So for those of you that haven't heard about Upgrade, <laughs> it was the movie that shouldn't have been in that it was a sci-fi movie done in house on one of the smallest budgets you could expect on a sci-fi movie, and they made it work. It was so good. They shot it minimalist. And they did amazing action scenes and graphics, and everything was done in house. And they were like, "You." They were like, and ev- everyone that like no is in the movie industry was like, the fact that this was their budget and they made this quality of a movie should not happen. Wait, for, for posterity's sake, that was the one where the guy gets something like put into his head, and, and it, yeah, like, he can turn it on and off. Yeah, and, he gets he gets his body upgraded. And, and it's he, like a cyberpunk thriller. Okay, I and it, like, kind it, of it, like the computer talks to him. Yep, he's like, "Do you okay. want me to?" And the computer's like, "Do you want me to take over?" And I was like, "Yeah, take over." And he just start, yeah, his hand turns yes. into a gun. I'm like, "This yes, is so." There's that, so many like '80s throwback is, references. That movie was so good. That's messed up. So <laughs> that so that's like the plot of the movie is this computer like taking over yeah. this guy and probably well, other he, he human gets, he gets he, he gets into an accident mm. or yeah he, and he becomes paralyzed from the neck down oh my god and he's like a mechanic and it's just futuristic and everyone's got these electric self-driving cars and he like he works on like old classic cars and yeah. he, likes, he works with his hands and that's what he does mm-hmm. yeah so he gets paralyzed and essentially and his wife gets killed and he thinks his life is over and then this come they come up to him and they're like we got something experimental we can share with you yeah it's like sci-fi john wick Okay, I guess. If, okay, if John if John Wick had a, a computer in his brain that was controlling all of his, <laughs> and, and there's no dog, don't worry. Yeah, I was gonna say there's there no a dog. dog in this one. No, no, no dogs. Okay, no dogs. I I actually haven't seen John Wick all the way through. Oh. All the way through, I've seen bits. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Oh, so I love John Wick. So I, I don't get to watch movies enough. That's it's, fair. It's tough. <laughs> Do we just say that's but, fair at the same time? Did we? Yeah. We, yeah. We, see, we you guys are brothers, yeah. even though you're not. <laughs> You, you may as well be. I oh, mean, adorable. how long have you two been playing music together? 
Uh, coming up on three years. Yeah, almost oh, three. Only three. I was going to say, exactly. maybe it's been longer because you're no, so... You know, you know what we're, we're just the same person. ...in sync with each other. You know what's funny about me and Eric's friendship, <laughs> Jacques? You know what's, what's funny? What's that? What's that? Me and Eric hated each other. We did not really? like before each other we, for years. Before, we before started the band. Jam, before yeah. we started jamming together, we hated each other. And why Why was this? Was there I, bad blood or was it just it was, like... It wasn't necessarily bad blood. I thought he was an obnoxious piece of shit. He thought I was a, I was a, a sarcastic, a sarcastic, pretentious, sarcastic asshole. pretentious asshole. I mean, to be fair, he is and I am. But. So, yeah, well, I mean, we're not <laughs> we're wrong about each other. <laughs> so essentially, you... Did not like your. You didn't like yourself because Maybe. he is so much like you. Because yeah. you're you're saying he's so much. <laughs> there's also like so much alike. people at the time that exactly. would say bad things about each other before we actually knew each other. So like, okay. really, that colored our view. Uh, uh, a, form, okay. a former mutual friend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eric and a so so they would. Yeah, they would, they would say like, well. So you have this like terrible like idea of someone before you even meet them, and then you're mm-hmm. just like, no, I don't like him. I hear exactly. all these stories. Exactly. It's like, it's, it definitely will paint a different picture when you meet that person oh, for yeah. the first time if your friend is telling you like their life story and things that you probably should not know because it's so personal. Exactly. I mm-hmm. think about that stuff all the time when I'm meeting new people. Yeah. I'll think, okay, I wonder if this person knows some really deep personal shit about <laughs> me right now. And awesome. like I'm shaking their hand and they're saying hello and they're just thinking, just, you piece of shit. You're just, you're just sitting the whole time, sizing them up behind you know. your eyes. You're like, yeah, I got Be you. Like, yeah. I know all this about you. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know what you, you ever, You ever think, does that ever cross your mind or am I only the only crazy one? Yeah, that sometimes. That I feel like that's just human nature though, you know? Probably. That's you know, a- I'm woefully ignorant. <laughs> and then, and you, because usually they do, so I just try to, you know, just pretend like they probably don't know some shit about me. And then later on, yeah. be like, oh, yeah, so I knew all this about you. I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn it. <sighs> well, that's funny, though, that you guys ended up not really liking each other. Mm-hmm. And now you're like best buds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, <clears throat> it's funny how the universe works because it was back in, back then, I mean, before Invictus was even like an idea. This, we had a buddy that was moving out of state. Yeah. And all he mm. wanted to do. Before leaving, before moving out, is he wanted to get some friends on stage to play some songs, and he yeah. wanted to, and he wanted to sing. You needed a guitar player, yeah, you wanted yeah. a drummer, you needed a bassist. So well, we just started pulling pulling friends that played music in, and Eric was a drummer, I was the guitar player, and and yeah, I show up, and I show up to the first practice at Eric's house, and I'm the first one there, so I'm just like sitting out of my car going. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Eric just stumbles out in like his ridiculous snowboarding coat, just staring in my window. You could come inside if you want. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, totally. Hey, cool, thanks. <laughs> Uh, but like, damn it, do I have to do this? And then, and then, like immediately, we just started playing, and he's like, "Oh, these are my favorite pants." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> no, those are mine. Those are my favorite <laughs> yeah, you can't have the same ones. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, you go this stuff I've been working on." I'm like, "Okay, that's kind of cool." <laughs> he, and then he's like, "Well, I wrote this a while ago." And Eric's like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." <laughs> and and it was gross because it's like you know when you're first playing with someone, and it takes like a few weeks or a couple of months before you guys can like read each other and when the transitions are going and really sink in without you know that communication yeah was, we didn't mm-hmm. have that it was almost instant even Instantly. though we disliked each other it we was like, almost instant yeah like we felt the uh, changes in the writing right away and it was like and I remember after that first practice I was like you want to start a band? <laughs> yeah. should, we, should we like do this? and I was just like 
oh, let's do let's let's see how this goes and, and, and yeah I was thinking the same thing but, uh, <laughs> but, but you I, didn't want to I, you I didn't want to admit it coy. I just wanted to be like yeah. all right all right I'm I'm going to suss this out for a second mm, here yeah <laughs> like I'm going to throw it out there but I'm going to act like I'm not actually mm. meaning it cuz yeah, yeah, you he's know tr- he's, he's trying to he's playing hard yeah. to get playing hard, playing yeah hard to get. I was going to say playing hard to get totally <laughs> it, it, it makes the end goal so much sweeter that was uh <laughs> that was our favorite cover we had the we came up with the I came up with the best cover. I came up with our cover band name for that night, and it was One Night Band. Eh? Eh? One Night Band. Well, technically, it's supposed be to be a one, one night yeah. thing because your friend was moving. With that, with, with, the, with that group of people. So oh, okay. yeah. it was just one night. It was okay. originally intended to be One Night Band. And, but, but then people wanted us to play more. So we were like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, fine. People were like, you guys are really cool. You should do it more. I'm like, all right. And then came Invictus. And then Invictus. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then I know you guys recently changed bass players. Yeah. Uh, Was it Matt Wright? Yeah, Matt was our former bassist. Yes, I remember Matt. He left the band in early February. Yeah. And Maggie O'Connell, our current bassist, stepped in pretty much Right after we we yeah. tried out a few bassists, I mean yeah. we had a lot. We it was a hard decision. Yeah, we can't. We went through a lot of trials. Exactly. Yeah. How did how did it work for you? Did you just audition people? Well, yeah, we, yeah. we brought people in one at a time. We gave yeah. each candidate a whole practice just to. Okay. Sit down, yeah. jam with them, kind of suss them out. See, I'm always curious to hear how other bands audition members because it's always a little different. So, like, oh yeah, yeah. So, so, so you just went through like one practice, and then if you weren't vibing, then that was exactly. it. Or did you um, do other the, the, things? The, the, well, we we try to be like we 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 came up with a decent process because we didn't expect that many people to respond to us first. Oh yeah, we got yeah we had tons. like around like I want to say almost ten people that asked to come wow, in. That's we, pretty good. Yeah, we didn't expect that for like you know. Uh, for a, a local right, yeah, just punk a band. small local <laughs> punk band, yeah. So, so we gave them, I think, one or we gave them two originals. Asked them to learn a cover. Mm-hmm. So, and then, uh, so they do that, and the two originals, and come in with it prepared. And then after that, we wanted to see how they were at adapting to new material, and we show them one of the songs we had written and didn't record, because you know, big part of it's being able to like come up with your own stuff or vibe or exactly. how well you can pick up. Because especially in our band, like sometimes you get shows where. They want us to do this kind of material or cover some stuff. We gotta start pulling stuff. And we have mm-hmm. like two weeks to like you know learn four or five different freaking covers, and if you can't sight read or pick it up pretty quickly, like. Mm-hmm. Well, that and the, yeah. the the big thing for me when we were going through like the the trials was how well we get along with these with, with the potentials as yeah, people. That was, that was the big thing I care yes. about. Like, if we didn't get along. I mean, with them, even yeah. if they were just kind of okay, I could deal with that. We could yeah. mold that. We could shape that. But if they they came in and they just had a really poor attitude, it was just all right. We'll call you. Yeah, it it can yeah. be really awkward. I yeah. remember going through that process, and yeah. it was just like mm-hmm. you. Sometimes you just knew from the very moment they walked in and picked up their instrument and set up their stuff. You're mm-hmm. like, you like, just oof. you just knew <laughs> like it wasn't going to work out. Exactly. Oh, yeah. and we said too, like no standing still. Like exactly. We, in our band, we're like, for the love of God, I was Please. like, if, if you've seen any of our shows, you've seen footage of us, like we we run around like monkeys. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. which I try, I try to when I'm not glued to a microphone. <laughs> well, yeah, you've yeah. got you've got other duties to do. You're not like a uh, freaking what Ted Nugent with the mic strapped onto your. I mean, that or, would be fun. I'd it feel would be silly, sweet, but <laughs> you know, it's funny because like it being the being the musician that has the microphone strapped to their their head, their chin or whatever, 
it, it's awesome. But mm-hmm. like for some reason, it look it does look weird. It looks I don't. Silly. It does look silly. I don't know why. But there's, I mean, there's obviously big name people that oh, do yeah, it. Totally. You know, a I lot of, a lot of your yeah. pop stars do it. But also like Garth Brooks, yeah. he does it. Yeah. Uh, Ted I can't, Nugent, I can't see somebody like that and not think country band. Yeah. Uh, see, I yeah. think I think pop band. I think, well, I like, think Britney pop. Spears. Yeah, yeah Britney Spears too. And... Right, but I was just thinking. I'm pretty sure Garth Brooks does the same thing. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, well, um, but Garth, I Garth think as far as rock though, I think Ted Nugent is the only one I can think of that yeah. does that, and not very. Oh, what's you it? know? I'm completely blanking on the name, but what, what's his face from the Eagles used would do it too? Did he? Yeah, because um, he also well, he also played drums as well. So oh, see, well. that makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah. And when yeah. I was in high school, I I sang in a band that I played in. I played drums in too. I mm-hmm. started as a percussionist way back when but and it was i just always felt silly with that thing right here <laughs> yeah. because not only that you always hear the <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're constantly yeah exactly that's true. playing like faster rock music i was out of breath and i, I mean mm-hmm. I, i'm a fat kid so yeah i was always <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, it's funny you mention that because that's what i constantly think of when i'm at work or even right now like people are constantly hearing me breathe i'm not mm-hmm. singing exactly but i'm talking but they're constantly going to hear that because obviously i got a microphone in oh, my no. face exactly no, right, said right, it, right, i can't so stop so, yeah, I know. Now, now I just want to like now I've made watch my breathing. Here, here, here's the technique, boys. You you, you turn your you, you turn your breathing. Is that what it a is? A different way, so it so it doesn't pick it up. You know, I don't know if it even works. I mean, it could be. I was never taught any trick in broadcasting school, or even from any of the people I've worked with. Oh, hey, this is how not to capture your breath mm-hmm. into the microphone so loudly. Oh yeah, they do they so. do uh when I did uh the audio classes that was one of the things we learned uh I was about to say there's got to be like some the, kind of like coll- collegiate level like broadcasting class that could be like oh, oh I'm sure. Yeah, they breathe away. You'll you'll see uh people playing live all the time. They go they're like no 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 and they yeah, they learn to make their face look like they're just really into it when really they're, they're breathing as no, much I, as I, they can. I, I do yeah. the same thing on stage. If I got to yeah. take like a big breath, I'll, I'll turn my head away from the microphone, take the breath and Get back into it. Yeah. I guess I never thought about that. He do, it's the whiplash. It is. You watch him doing in some of these shots, and you're just like, oh. Exactly. See, to the untrained eye, no one will know what I'm doing. But but, but now they know. They know your you know. secret. Transparency. The veil has been lifted. Oh, man. <laughs> that could be scary. That's true. That could be very scary. Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> um, so... Let's um gosh, we're talking about so many different things. This is how it always goes. But yeah. I Welcome like my life. I like I like <laughs> this though. Um I want to make sure before we get too carried away on anything, the main reason why you guys wanted to be on today, um, I know as a plug, you guys got a big, big show coming up this yes, Saturday. Yes, Saturday. If, if everyone's listening to this before December 1st and you're in the Chicagoland area, mm-hmm. um, you guys are playing Base Camp in Lyle. Yep. Yes. With Framing Hanley. Yeah. I've never heard of Framing Hanley. I guarantee until, you have. <laughs> until like, they're, they're that radio band that everyone heard. They they did, they're, they're one of the bands that had one song. They, like, they, had, they, they had, had a couple. Two. One of them was the cover. One of them was the uh, cover. But they also had that their other original hit was a song called Hear Me Now, I believe. Yeah. And I guarantee if you hear the chorus, you'll, you'll know the song. You'll be like... Oh, that's them. Got mm-hmm. it. It's one of those bands. But they, no, they do Lollipop. That's the kind Yeah, they do. Wow. Uh, what's yeah. that? Who the hell wrote that song originally? Miley? No, it wasn't Miley Cyrus. It was... It was uh, I never remember. They're more of like in like the mainstream rock. Yeah, very, very They're very rock, poppy. Very, very, well, they're poppy, very poppy now. Like very radio poppy. They used to be a little more like pop punk radio rock. 
And then, like, hmm. I, I want to say their last album when we were listening to them, like, oh, they're kind of shifting, probably trying to keep up with trends right now. Uh, I don't know. Eric did the research. I do the research, <laughs> yeah. I just, I was going to say, you just, just do them. your thing. Yeah. I just remember them from back in the day. They got played mm-hmm. on Q101 all, yeah, all the time. Lot, yeah. Like okay. 2010, 2011. Yeah, they were always all around in town. Mad Maggie's. I remember yeah. seeing them at Mad Maggie's okay. back in the day. I guess I'm place. just, I uh, I don't familiarize myself too much with that. Yeah, that's fine. Like the mainstream rock genre too much, except for a couple bands. That's so fair. like I think that's why I like you know yeah. the name came up and I'm like I like, probably I, I know that name I was like I probably should know who this is because I'm sure I know at least one of their songs but I mm-hmm. you know yeah I don't it, <laughs> so. it, 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 they're it's one of those bands you know I mean yeah. they've kind of been doing their thing for past you know I mean they've been together for like eleven years I think yeah they've been around, mm-hmm. for been around forever man yeah so so this show is uh, December first December first Base Camp yep. Pub yep. and Eatery yep. In Lyle, Illinois, um, I think I saw it's an eighteen plus show. Eighteen, plus yeah, it's show, eighteen up. So and it's come out. Hanley, us, and the third band is twenty and up. Twenty up, something like that. That's the name. I th- yeah, well, there's, a thir- there's a third. There's an opening band on the bill. I, f- I think it's twenty up, something like that. I don't know. I'm Facebook knows. <laughs> I wonder. So um, ill prepared. No, because they got they got added to the bill. Later. Yeah, it was last minute. Um, okay. Because for the longest time, it was just us and Framing Framing Hanley, and we were mm-hmm. just like. Are you going to get an opening band? They wanted to find an opening that fit, and I guess, you know, it's kind of hard had, to... They they're problems. really specific kind... Yeah. yeah. It's hard to find, like, people that fit speci- very specific niches of, like, that style. That's why they threw yeah. us in there. They're just like, blanket. Like, you got a couple songs, you know, let's just do it. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> like we were talking earlier, you guys can kind of drift yeah. exactly. in and out of uh, the different genres of rock very well. I want to say... Kind of please everybody. Was yeah. it last so. year we played with, like, nothing but indie bands for, like, the first half of the year? <laughs> I don't know. Was happening and like, it's I, like I, yeah. he's super super like really soft like, like really soft. good bands they, but they were mm-hmm. solid but it was just like this soft kind of we indie rock terrible. music and it was just like we're, we're like bring all of our rowdy ass friends to these shows I jump off of my fucking drum set sorry for swearing but I jump <laughs> no, off you're good okay I jump we're good <laughs> I jump yeah. off of my freaking drum set for one of the songs and go nuts like. And everybody, uh, half these bands have acoustic guitars for the lead. And I'm like, every time we're always like. So were they more uh, like on the indie pop? Yeah, realm, like indie or, pop yeah. or obviously... like that experimental like 70s oh, throwback okay. kind. Like okay. one of the two. It was always okay. one of the two or both. Yeah. or Exactly. Indie folky. Yeah, kinda. exactly. Because okay. there's obviously so many types of yeah. indie too. Yeah. You know. Indie's really just. Indie's like I feel like the new it's experimental term, like yeah. yeah that's the new blanket term for yeah. a lot of it yeah that's true yeah like they're really cool bands and like we would be especially because we we would be dancing along and having fun and mm-hmm. then we're getting drunk because we're dancing because it's of most of it's like dance music and we're like oh my god we're really drunk we're, that means we're gonna be even more rowdier <laughs> you're like I I feel so terrible for what is about to happen that's like, true you just can't help it you get a little you just get that mild uh, level of intoxication in you and you get I, up on stage you and... guys are inspiring me to create a show <laughs> <laughs> and put you guys on it with a bunch of different bands that are like complete off bunch oh, we'll of indie it. bands because I want to see you this. Got, you got my phone number. We, <laughs> we'll do it. We'll like, do it. Which is it's it's funny to watch because our friends that would keep coming to the show and like you know some of our fans would just be like. After like three of them in a row, they're like, "This is hilarious." Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, and it's, I, also, it's also something I noticed at those shows. At, 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 it was like late last year, early this year. Those were the, or no, it was even further back than that. But all the fans that these like indie indie bands were bringing to shows, 
there was always one of two outcomes. <laughs> oh gosh! I know what he's. <laughs> I think I think I know uh, at There's least always, one of them. With with the fans, it was either one they hated us and they just sat in the back of the room and just yeah they huffed and puffed. They're like, we didn't like, come here for this. You want to see our friends and in, in or they would freaking love us and they'd be they the would ones, storm the stage. They would storm, they'd be the ones in the front of our like in front of our friends, being like, who are these guys? This is That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> I've never heard such magic this before. This is amazing. It was like a flip of the quarter because like you never knew. It was 50-50. Huh. That's exactly. cool. And yeah. it wasn't nothing in between. Yeah. Nothing in between. Yeah. It was always one of those two. Yeah, yeah the, the room clears to the back. Well, thank God for the ones that yeah. reacted positively exactly. well, to no, it. Well, there, no, there, there were some nights where it was the yeah. majority would go to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Or they'd go oh, out yeah. And, and we would get and people get... that came up and were like, yeah, like they were part of the room clear that actually liked us. And they're like, yeah, all of our friends hated you guys because you got they thought you were loud. But we we really liked you, so yeah. we like yeah. this music. Yeah. I think <laughs> that it reminds me of when I was younger and a teenager and a lot of the shows. And this is, you know, last decade. So think like 2005, 2006 when... Um, screamo, post hardcore, yeah. um, hardcore, all those genres were in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So you could imagine the local scene was oh, the yeah. same way, Insane. right? Yeah. Nobody was starting pop punk bands in 05 and 06. Right. So we would play these. I would, uh, these were actually shows that I would put on as the promoter or whatever. I just <laughs> ran out the community hall here in town and just put, you know, area bands on it. And we were literally like the only pop punk band in this area mm-hmm. and it was all everyone else was was uh, you know like hardcore screamo metal um all variations of that post hardcore all that stuff emo and then here's us and so their fans and even the bands would when they would come to the shows and we would be playing it was like oh yeah I'm over this stuff. Like I grew up. <laughs> like this is what I listened this, to when I was in like this seventh is, grade. This okay, is 2000, 2001. This is, th- right. That was so 2001. <laughs> this is 2004 now. Get with the times. I mean, seriously, that's exactly yeah. what it was. Just kind of like that snootiness. And then when it was time, you know, to get the the harder bands on, man, things just got crazy because uh-huh. that's yeah. uh-huh. you know the hardcore dancing and all yep. that stuff. Things just mm-hmm. cut loose, and you know nothing but. Uh, bands that would just scream their lungs out. Exactly. Um, so yeah. it just, you know. <laughs> I was a huge metalhead back then. I remember I, I'd go to the hardcore shows. Yeah. I was like, as long as not pig squealing, I, I, I was in. So I always <laughs> felt super left out and like I was just so like uncool. Like, and and I was, I felt like I was always looked like that I was not. Uh, a musician because I play <laughs> I because I play you guys are doing the hard stuff where's the breakdowns <laughs> yeah I was playing just simple chords singing yeah. about stupid shit probably you know so <laughs> nothing wrong with that I, I remember right. being in a metal band around that time and I, we, we had complaints because they're from like other people like well how come you guys don't do any breakdowns we're like we don't do breakdowns we're metal <laughs> we're not gonna do your breakdowns and go, then go break hardcore and then breakdowns up. became a thing <laughs> yeah like uh yes. was it Whitechapel who synchronized their uh, breakdowns together I think so and they all headbang and sing right? I remember seeing that at Warped Tour like yeah. what 2006 yeah. and nobody had <laughs> seen like, that kind of thing before they were like goes, what oh is this God, they're moving in unison <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing breakdowns <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Put put the the drops in there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, remember when the the bass drop. Remember the when bass the bass drops. drops became a thing? Yeah. After it's that, still a thing it, for some reason. It, 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 it is. Still a thing. It, it's Oops. it's dying but down. Not as much. Thank God. Because yeah. What is uh? Who did we just see at Riot Fest? Um, 
Last year, Riot Fest. No, I didn't go to Riot Fest. <laughs> I did my diligence and went to the last Warp Tour. So I, that's a- I was with uh, Kevin Mandrew at Guardrail. We saw them. Uh, uh, the band you always wanted me to get into. That's like breakdowns, like that metal. The pop day to monkey. remember. Yeah. Okay. And they brought bass drops, but it got. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Last oh, yeah. year they get, they get wacky, but There's they so did much it so so much. So many bass drops, like we could count down. They're when from it would that era, though. Wh- they, where the you know it was even <laughs> more than what's actually recorded. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, they, they were kind of on that forefront that of that, like that, like that hardcore. Pop, Hat the happy pop hardcore, punk, yeah, pop I, punk blend genre. Is it easy core now? Is that what they call it? I, it sure. was happy hardcore then. Now that I think it's called easy core now. That I've I've always right. called it easy core, but I don't know. I I never. I, I guess we're getting super technical now. Super but technical. I never yeah. I never really knew what to call a day to remember. But yeah, there's a lot, obviously a lot of bands like that. You know, a day to remember. Four years strong. All those bands were coming out where they had these really hard sides to them. Then all of a sudden, there's these really nice harmonies. You yeah. know, like that's and the, and that's what big, I love though. Big like, poppy airy chords. That's, that's probably yeah. my favorite thing about Four Years Strong. Listening to their their EPs and and albums is the, their harmonies. Oh yeah, are just so good. Yeah. So um, even li- the, live, it's even like, live. Oof, the, like, yeah. You you would think that they wouldn't be as on top of it live for like. But Being able to go are. in between one and the other? No, but they, they kill it. They kill it live. I've seen them two or three times yeah, live, and they're yeah. really good, really impressive. Like I saw them at War Tour so. and at uh, and at Riot Fest. It's amazing both times. And they were one of the day bands at Riot Fest uh, a couple R- years ago. Okay. Like they, a day well, they played earlier. Like <laughs> what you, well, like, you know, earlier, you know, it's usually not as on top of it until, like, production usually ramps up as it gets throughout the well, evening. Saying, right. Like, around, like, the noon block. Y- yeah, like, around the 2 o'clock block, I think, they played. Okay. And 2 it was o'clock still, block. That, yeah. I don't know. That sounds... <laughs> a song right there. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a song. You, you can write it. I'm going to sit there. 2, a, two <laughs> o'clock... 2 o'clock... 2... Yeah. <laughs> let me, wait. 2 o'clock cock block. About to rock. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't it? That, two, that mean, sounds like the name of a punk. That's punk gonna be song. our B track. Got our B track like, title. <clears throat> that just sounds like a, a. I'm just interjecting myself into that. I'm like two o'clock cock block. Like, I just thinking about that. saying that, it just doesn't feel good. There's so many. Just thinking hard, about experiencing that. Hard and then experiencing on top. Like, how would that work I can't out? Put myself, can't put myself in these conditions. I feel like we'd be at a Barnes and Noble, <laughs> just really trying this? to like just, get, like really get to just, know some. Girl. I just made things really hard for you guys tonight. <laughs> That's true. I'm tearing up. Okay. But hard, not uh, well. Obviously, not hard though. In some, <laughs> some aspects. <laughs> um, all right. So I want to play. Uh, one of your, one of your guys' songs, obviously. On Which the show. one do you want to play, Jack? Whichever mm-hmm. one you guys want me to to play. Hmm. What do you think, Eric? I mean, we can go for the 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 the, the easy safe. Route. Do you, do we want the really all right? Do we want the poppier? You want poppier or, heavier? or do you want the heavier? I think we should just lay it on them. Lay it on them. All right, Eric, you're called, buddy. You do it. The uh, dead wake. Dead yeah. wake. I okay. Love, the I love opening, track, opening. The opening track to Principium. Great yeah. tune. Uh. Before you do play it, though, I'm going to say our story. We actually wrote that song right after Lemmy from Motorhead passed away. Oh, you guys are big fans. Oh, uh, yeah. Eric, 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 Eric more I'm a so huge than me. Fan. I mean, okay. yeah, our bassist at the time really liked him. Yeah. So there's respect here. Was it like, Eric, did yeah. you just grow up on, on Lemmy oh, yeah. from like your parents or? No, no not even just, my parents. They were never oh, really? Metalheads. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved Lemmy. Just, I loved metal. Oh, he was one of my favorites. Like, he broke the. 
he broke the way you're supposed to play bass. He's like, I play like a guitar. I don't care. He even said, he's one of the guys that said, I came from nothing. I'm an ugly bastard. I was never supposed to win. You know, his, his, he got a tattoo. It was his tagline. It was, uh, born to lose, live to win. You know, I like that. I like that a lot. Born to lose, live to win. His whole, his whole life was dedicated to overcoming so much and he passed away. That was a big thing for me because I loved him so much. So we wrote that kind of in the style. I played drums in that song, how Motorhead plays drums. Uh, our bases at the time did a lot of like similar bass lines and yeah, very very driving. Rhythm. Yeah, very, very driving, driving the movement and energy and the drums. I honestly yeah. never would have guessed listening yeah. <laughs> to this song. Oh, hey, uh, by the way, this is uh, inspired from by Lemmy. You yeah. know, I never would have never would have guessed that. So cool. Let's uh, let's take a listen to it. All right. Awesome. <laughs> We've been lost, abandoned, and found. We are captains of our own ships here and now. There's a prize ahead a thousand miles away. When the rising falls, that's what will make our way.
at Spy Invictus here on Pop Punk and Pizza. We have Chris and Eric, who we've been talking to, obviously. If you've been listening to this whole podcast, you would know that by now. <laughs> so I hopefully don't have to remind you, but I guess I should because these guys are really cool. That's and uh, I'm really we'll glad that I got to, to meet you guys earlier this year and that you're back here because this was something that we talked about when, oh, so, when like, we oh, met. Yeah. Yeah, pretty and much. It's funny because I was actually setting something up with your previous bass player, Matt. Huh. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, we, we were trying to get dates locked in or a date locked in to record. And then he ended up leaving the band, and I became busy. And yeah, then, so so much, so, so yeah. such as life has taken. Over. Remember we were talking about that too for a while. And I yeah. saw. Well, I did see. I did see. Eric, I come out though. to a lot of shows, so I remember we met and talked at Bottom Lounge Bottom before Lounge. that. No, um, no. I went to go see. It was uh, Kevin Singleton. Yeah, and yeah. you were there too. Shout out we're to both, Kevin. Yeah, we're Big both Kevin, uh, friends uh, with Kevin. Yeah. How could you not be? Um, it's true. He's one of the uh, the biggest supporters of local music in Chicago. Yeah, he's got he run he uh, does all the booking at a big one of the big Chicago venues, and he dedicates himself to putting on local talent yeah. for any touring band. Mm-hmm. Like, you could only be so lucky to find someone in your city that does something like that. Yeah, he's been he's you been um, really putting on some some really great locals with yeah. some of the um, some of the the national acts that come through that's awesome so, like who does that yeah, who else I, I can't think of anyone else that really goes out of their way to Espe- do that. well especially um, in the city it's it's yeah. hard to to uh, do that but yeah Kevin Kevin's a great guy and uh, by the way he has been on the show before if you want to hear more about Kevin Singleton yeah, I can't remember right. which number of episode it was but if you scroll scroll through our uh, feed of episodes you'll find Kevin Singleton and uh, yeah, he is. He's been booking local shows in Chicago for years. Uh, besides, you know, getting his position at Bottom Lounge here in the like the last uh, year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, he was more like a, a freelancer, and he booked at not only Bottom Lounge but House of Blues. He'd do oh, shows nice. at Sub T, Beat Kitchen. Uh, now he, I believe. He's just bottom lounge because that's yeah. that's his. That's right. his he has yeah. an official position. Yeah, he's got an office and everything now. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he's not just some freelancer that gets thrown. Hey, uh, we've got these dates we want to fill. You fill yeah. them with fill them with local shows, and that's what kind of like what he would do. Got plenty of buds that do that. Like, oh, hey guys, boy. here's a list of dates. Yeah, <laughs> and they just, and just get the spam messages that are going out to yeah. somebody. And we're like, mm-hmm. all right, here's which a list of dates for two months. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, shout out to uh, Kevin Singleton there. Love you, man. I haven't seen him in a long time either. Um, so once again, we got to talk about December first. Cool. Yeah. Basecamp Pub and Eatery. Be mm-hmm. there. Tickets are still available. Yes, I was going to say tickets um, to get them directly from you. You, you can guys... get them from us. We also have a e uh, we have ticket link for yeah we have e- our tickets. And if you get it from our ticket link or if you get them from us directly. Uh, we're giving away goodie bags mm. oh. for the show. Uh, we're putting... What's in the goodie bag? Dun, dun, dun. I'm Funny glad you asked. Is it going to be? Is it like secret or is no? Something... No, it's... no. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we thought about doing that, but we don't have enough. We want we don't have enough different types of merch. We're yeah. planning on getting like four different kinds of things at least coming up, and then we want to okay. start doing that. Yeah. But uh, we're giving away an EP, a wristband, a button, and a sticker. Throwing all that in there, and a raffle ticket. We're going to draw that during our show, and we pull your ticket. You get to choose like t-shirt, t-shirt. whatever size you want. That's, That's all awesome. you have to keep. Or if people want, just buy some raffle tickets. I think we're gonna sell them for like a dollar or two. We haven't decided, right. but do like a yeah. split the pot kind of thing, or no? <laughs> you do like cash? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. could. I don't actually. I don't know if the venue would let you do that, but yeah. That, what yeah, you know? It would be cool. 
um you could do like a raffle for like someone gets like free entry into Invictus shows for like Ooh, that would be cool. You know, I like that for how I'm, I'm sure there's amount of time. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, this, this, the, uh, I mean, at this time last year, we would have been super cool with that, yeah, mm-hmm. because we were we were playing a lot, we were hammering the pavement pretty hard. This year has been super chaotic. We've been, for us. yeah, it's been crazy we've, scheduling. We've, we've, we've introduced three new members to the band over yeah. this past year. Oh, three, I thought it was just your, we, your yeah, we replaced our bassist in February, that was one. We added a sec- our, our lead guitar player oh, shortly that's, thereafter. Yeah. That's right. You guys were a three-piece when we I saw you, We were a three-piece right? for, for a long time. I forgot about that. And then we added that. a fourth member, and then... And then he had... He, he ended he, up leaving because of school. Oh. Uh, yep. Yeah. He, his school, he went, and he's pursuing guitar, classical guitar. Oh, he's super wow. busy guy. Yeah. And he's in a, it's a bigger college, and it's he can... He can barely keep up. He's they flood him with so much work, and he, I would imagine, yeah. And so, and now we've just recently, as of the end of October, have introduced our new lead guitar player, yeah. Scott. Yeah, which is a great fit. We love Scott. Uh, he's awesome. watching right now. Is he? Is he watching right now? Yeah, he, he posted on here. I'm watching this. Yay! Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. <laughs> Hi, Scott. Sorry you couldn't be here, man. Yeah, no, he's next great. time. He, um, he's got a great voice. He does harmonies now. Say, too, that that was the big thing that I wanted to bring in in a second. In a lead guitar player, someone who could sing as well. Yeah, yeah. Alleviate the stress off of me a little bit, allow for more creative flexibility, that whole thing. Yeah, and he's an audio nerd like me. We both went to like audio oh, engineering. engineering school. Yeah. Okay. Where did you go for your degree? So I went to community college first, and uh-huh. then I transferred. The school's actually gone now. It's called Wolf Recording School. They shut down. Oh, I don't. Where was that? That's out. That was out by me towards Algenaria. Oh, yeah. yeah I never, like never heard of that one. It was a smaller school, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they closed their doors, unfortunately. Oh that is unfortunate. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a rough time, but yeah, it's great though. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about music. I do all our pre pro stuff, so that way we can save a few bucks. Yeah, that's a more that's than a, big. more than yeah. a few. Bucks. Yeah, pre pro <laughs> is like half of your cost. You know. Yes, <laughs> I agree. That's something I cannot stress enough uh, to some bands that are just starting out. I'm no by no means a expert at anything, but that's something that I wish. I would have learned earlier on in in my career was how important pre-production, pre-production is. Oh yeah. Um oh yeah, he he, lo- he loves it when it's time for us to do pre-pro. That's I hate it. <laughs> I do it, yeah, because I understand it's, the it's, importance. I love it, but I hate it at the same well, time. I understand. Chris is a great guitarist, but when it comes to in the studio, he wants to kill me because he. I'm like, it's got to be exactly perfect. And he's like, mm-hmm. it is perfect. No, it's not. And I'm it like, is. Do it again. I'm like, Damn it. I'm like, look, look, look at how slightly it off of is in the beat. He's like, that's not going to make a difference. I was like, oh yeah, watch me play drums to it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and he's like, Damn. Damn. Yeah, yeah. there's been it times where we thought it was correct, and then uh, I think we probably spent like ten like hours. Two, yeah, it would be like ten. Hours. I'd be at Eric's place until like three in the morning, and then be at work the next day at seven or eight o'clock. And a couple days <laughs> goes by, and then Eric will be like, "So bad news. <laughs> we got to redo it all over. We got to redo some of it." Oh, like what do you mean by some of it? He's like, of it. Your whole guitar track blows. He's like, you You're know, getting a weird humming. Rhythm. You're getting a weird humming sound. I'm like, are you? Yeah, like like we were burned out, so we weren't noticing it because we tried to get through it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and, and we were tracking it at like on the sixteenth note. 
turns out we should have done the 32nd. Or Eric's yeah. house, Eric's brother's pounding on the wall going, shut up! <laughs> People work in the morning! Oh, the, the joys. Yeah, the joys of that. Oh, I don't miss that at all. <laughs> it's like, oh, looks man. like I'm going to headphones. Yeah, <laughs> right? Oh, goodness. Well, hopefully you guys can start working on some pre-pro now that hopefully you got oh, yeah. your lineup it's, solidified. Yeah. It's, it's underway put out currently, a, so. Yeah, We're going to have good. a new EP out soon. Uh... I'm so excited. I think our songs now just oh my God. we've really defined what we want to play and write. Yeah, we're de- we're de- we're definitely we took our time like fi- mm-hmm. finding finding that 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 yeah. that kind of niche to ride into. I, I want to say we've written like probably ten songs and scrapped so many because we just like that's true. We had we really like, want is, everything is, to be catchy and good, ha- we want to be satisfied. But yeah. is it mm-hmm. great? Yeah, that's our question every time. We're like, is this good? Or is it great? Mm-hmm. Like if we're not if we think it's a good song, we don't want it. Like. If anybody else thinks it's not a good, not a good song, that's okay. We don't care. Yeah. It's really if we're not happy, like we got to, we really want to love what we write. Exactly, that makes perfect yeah. sense, and it's great to hear that because I feel there are so many bands that are in the local scene, and they just like, oh yeah, we got ten songs, like, and they like these are like the first ten songs they wrote, so they just go with them because yeah. they just yeah. wrote this, so it's like, oh, I'm gonna go with it. And no, yeah, that, maybe I'm not saying it, it's, it's bad, maybe the song is bad, that. but you know. Uh, Maybe those ten songs aren't actually the ones you should be putting out, or maybe they could be better. Right? Or I'd rather you could write a better song. Well, let's better, face yeah. it; every, everything could be better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's always room for improvement. Exactly. You know, but so. I mean, especially that stage of the game, I feel like quantity is a little bit just like this much more important than quantity. Yeah, when quality you, at that yeah. at that stage. But once you once you've hit that thirty minute, forty five minute set mark, then. Then, Screw quantity after that. You exactly. Know? Then it's time for quality and yes. pulling out your best stuff yeah. and being proud of what you're presenting out to the world. Yeah, EPs still seem to be the big the big thing. EPs it, and it, singles. My my opinion, that is the way to go. Well, we're we're, we're planning on we want to do a full album next. Uh, we want part of us wanted to make this a full album, but when we do it, it's going to cost so much money, and we really we don't want to skimp on it. If we're yes. going to do it, we want to go full, all in on full mm-hmm. production to make the highest quality we can get. Right. If we do our when we do our full full album. Like we we don't cheap out on the studio. We got our buddy Joe Scalata. He great. Oh, I've heard of Joe. I've heard of Joe. Joe's great. Word of yeah. Mouth. Yes, yeah. word of mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I believe Joe. He's he's great amazing. Engineer. I believe. Um, let's see. I think Alex from Linden Method. Yep. Told me about him. I think mm-hmm. Alex did like a little solo thing with him. I don't know if Linden Method has recorded. Maybe Linden Method has recorded there too. But I think Alex is the one. So many people who told me. Yeah, so many about people about have. Joe. Yeah, a yeah. lot of pop punk and indie bands go through Joe. Yeah, that I know of at least. Oh, yeah. and, He's a great yeah. engineer, great producer yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, we're look for, looking forward to that too. Um, me we too, didn't. Me too, I just. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just realized we didn't. Where do people go for this ticket link? Or like, what are your social media accounts and all that too, where oh, people yeah, can yeah. find, uh, find a ticket link? I mean, our, ba- our our big presence right now is Facebook, obviously. Yeah, yeah Invi- uh, Invictus Chicago. Invictus Chicago. Oh, Facebook dot com backslash Invictus Chicago. That'll bring you right there. It's like. Pretty much one of the first things yep. on the top of our page, and our look for the giant obnoxious the, phoenix. The giant obnoxious <laughs> phoenix, exactly. And the fir- and our headline banner picture is the framing Hanley flyer, and then like yeah. right, uh, the event link is right there. Yeah, ticket link is in the event link, or find either myself or Eric or, or Scott or Scott or Maggie. or Maggie, any of us. Um. So yeah, let's. It's how do you say your last name? It's Paul. 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 Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say it's not Powell, it's Paul because Depends it's A-W-L. Upon what part of the, it depends upon <laughs> what, what part, part of the, the world, world you're from. If yeah. you're from Warsaw, Poland, you say Pavel. 
But <laughs> okay, but Kovalovsky, my but friend. This, this, this is Chicago. Where I come from, we stab. So, let's go. <laughs> and then Eric, it's is it Enberg? Yeah, Enberg. Okay, cool. Yeah, it it sounds Jewish, but it's actually one hundred percent. It does Swedish. sound. Jewish. It's actually Swedish, right? We were just talking about this. Yeah, yeah, You're Scandinavian, right? I yeah. I am half Jewish from my mom's side. Okay, but ironically, my name is not Jewish at all. <laughs> well, hey, uh, Hanukkah starts on Monday. <laughs> yep. So yeah. happy Hanukkah to you. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Exactly. Is that better? In there. The back of the throat. Happy Hanukkah. Well, us, us, uh, unch- us French people have to do the thing, yeah. too. You know, it's, it's like... Yeah. It's actually yeah. really close, the Jewish and the French way of doing it, because I took French for... Uh, a couple years. I took three years in high I school. Yeah, I, I did, forgot like, most of it, college. though. Yeah, same here, same here. <laughs> but I remember learning the accent because the our professor was from French, uh, France. Uh, France. Okay. French. <laughs> he was from, <laughs> French. He was from she French. Was, she was from French. We're just going to start being yeah. stupid, stereotypical Americans and say, <laughs> yes. yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he speaks Mexican. <laughs> but she speaks Mexican good. <laughs> <laughs> you speak that Mexican good. Huh? <laughs> he got that look about him. And uh, he's from French, <laughs> don't you know? You I love this. I love this. this yeah. gonna We're going to go now. full Hank Hill. <laughs> uh, you from Char- you Chinese or Japanese? Clay Ocean. <laughs> well, which, which ocean is that? Is that the Pacific Ocean? No, or? Laos. <laughs> no, it's, it's specific. <laughs> you hear so many people saying that. But anyway, what you were saying about your French teacher. Oh, yeah. It's uh, the Jewish way of doing it. It's like a... And then the French is like... It's so close mm-hmm. to each other. Like yes. In your throat. They're so close to where you roll. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Linguistics is I fascinating. Know, right? That's what we we talk about <laughs> linguistics. We're just getting all kinds of educational. You don't you don't you don't ask us to join in if you don't want to. Didn't get didn't off we just topic. have this conversation about how many weird, random, stupid, one-off facts we know? Yeah, and yeah, how, yeah, and yeah. how strange it often enough comes up in conversation. Literally before he hit record. Literally before he <laughs> yeah, hit the record. No, button. it's true. It's very true. That did happen. All right, Invictus. We have Chris Paul and Eric. Enberg yes. from Invictus out of the Chicagoland area. So check them out once again. Don't forget December 1st yeah. at uh, Base Camp. Yeah, come on out, Wild. guys. Hit us up. Yeah. It's going to be out a wild party. time. It's going to be fun times. Yeah. And Jack, thanks for having us. No, yeah, thank, thank you, you so guys. Thank you so much for putting us on here, man. I'm so, yeah. I'm so glad we finally got to. We've been wanting so to do this for I know. Almost a year later. So here happy. we are. <laughs> almost a year. Oh. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. So Made excited. it happen. Exactly. Thanks, guys. Hey, Bye. thank you very much, man. <laughs> Special thanks again to Chris and Eric of Invictus for being on the show today. Shout out to those guys for dropping by and having pizza with me and talking about music and all kinds of other stuff. And they brought me a t-shirt too, so not only did I get fed, but I got clothed as well. Well, I guess I'm the one who bought the pizza, (laughs) technically. It's usually how it goes. That's part of... uh, Part of being a guest on Pop Punk and Pizza is that I buy you uh, food and drink, actually. They had uh, they had Miller High Life once again. Uh, so anyway, thanks to those guys. Make sure you check out Invictus this Saturday, December 1st. They're going to be at Base Camp Pub and Eatery in Lyle, Illinois. Really, really cool venue. The Green Day Tribute Band I play in, St. Jimmy. We've played there a couple times and always very hospitable. A wonderful staff, great food, great atmosphere, and they always have awesome music there as well. So that's this Saturday, December 1st. Just in case you're in the Chicagoland area and you're listening to this before then, make sure you check that out. Um, also, if you're in a band or you want your music played on the show or you want an interview on the show or maybe you're a publicist or a manager or whatever it might be and you're interested in coming onto the podcast and or 
like I said, just having your music played, please reach out to me. Shoot me an email at bangerangradio at gmail.com. Um, and if you don't hear from me in the first couple of weeks, please try to follow up with me and shoot me another email. I've been really bad at replying to emails lately. This is a really, really busy time of the year for me, as it is probably for you as well. The Christmas season, man, it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. So, um, yeah, bangerangradio at gmail.com. Submit links to your music, EPKs, press pages, all that stuff. Also, follow us on sh- social media to stay up to date on what we're up to. And I also share things that are going on in the scene as well. So, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is all at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Bangerang Radio is uh, both Facebook and Twitter at Bangerang Radio. My personal Twitter is on air with JL. And yeah, we'll keep you up to date on all that stuff. Really appreciate the follows. And subscribe to us on iTunes. Review the show. Tell me how much you hate it, how much you love it, whatever it is. I would appreciate the uh, review and uh, the remarks on wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or, or even Spotify. We're on Spotify as well. So I really, really appreciate you. I don't want to talk any longer because uh, still f- obviously fighting this sinus infection. So thanks for the love and support. And in case I don't talk to you for a while, in case you don't happen to listen to the show in a while, I just want to go ahead and uh, wish you a very Merry Christmas. Or I should say... Uh, a happy Kwanzaa and a happy Hanukkah. All those holidays take place at the same time. So happy holidays. I should have just said that. That covers them all. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey.